And to Jesus be the glory today and the honor and the praise and dominion and majesty. And God's dear people said, Amen. Amen. We're on our way today to uh, have a wonderful evening with the family. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Well, sweet saints, I want to talk to you about, you know, I've been, I've been talking about prophecy and today I want to deal with God's agenda. What's next on the agenda for the church? I've been sensing something in my heart I want to tell you about. And uh, a few days ago, as you know, I was with Steve Strang. And we talked about current events. And as we were talking, uh, we began discussing what happened back in the 60s. And something triggered in my soul, I want to tell you. You know, the charismatic renewal began in Notre Dame, Indiana, 1967. When there was a conference of charismatic Catholics. And they ran out of water. They ran out of water. They, the well had dried up. And they prayed... And God supplied them with water supernaturally, and that's what started the charismatic renewal. But that happened, that happened after the darkest season in America and the world. Because what happened in 1967, which was the beginning of the charismatic renewal, happened right after the darkest days because of the Vietnam War and the 67 War and the upheavals in Europe with the Soviet Union and so much more and I was uh, I was just a young man at the time 1967 and in, in 1972 is when I got saved, not realizing the spiritual impact of what happened in 67. Here's what I believe. And I feel this really deep in my heart. We are about to see another moment of restoration to the church. This is going to be another 1967 experience. And it's almost upon us. And, and in 1967, the charismatic movement spread and brought thousands and thousands of young people into the kingdom of God. And I believe we're about to see it again here. Because at the time, the drug culture was very active in Canada, in the US, in Europe. Many people called the hippie movement were in that movement. And uh, God intervened in such a powerful way that hundreds of thousands were saved. Young people I'm talking about. And that's why they call it the Jesus movement. A, a, a mighty moving of the Holy Spirit. That is coming. Now, I I had a dream a few years ago I want to share with you. 
that I believe God will fulfill. I saw young people on the streets of Las Vegas preaching the gospel and I saw the fire of the Holy Spirit in action on the strip. I will never forget that. And, and I still remember it so vividly. The Lord showed that to me years ago. And I think we're about to see it. I really feel that. It's more than a feeling in my heart. It's like a, a deep knowing. Because whenever God moves, He waits uh, for it to get real dark before He moves in. Because, you know, if the Lord um, began moving when things were go going great, people would never recognize His hand. But when God moves in the darkest moment, then people say it's the Lord. Let's, let's talk about past revivals, restorations, moves of the Spirit. Let's talk about what happened to Israel in Egypt. When did God show up? In the darkest moment. When that slavery was so uh, tormenting. It was with rigor, it says. And they cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard them. It took all those years for Israel to experience such hardship before they cried out. We are now in a season of hardship in the world. Hardship comes right before the sunrise. You know, right before sunrise, they say, is when it really is the darkest. So we are about to see a most remarkable move of the Holy Spirit in the church among the young people. When I got saved, 1972, was right in the, in the heat of the Jesus movement, in the time when thousands were getting saved, young people like me. We had angelic visitations. Two things happened with me that I may have told you and I may have not told you. But one time we were in a car and I was hearing about angels uh, at the time quite a bit, people seeing angels. And we were in a car, Bob Tadman, who witnessed to me, he was the first man to tell me about the Lord in Canada. His wife Lorraine in the car, and some of us young people in the same little car. And we were uh, outside Toronto, driving on the highway, when suddenly out of nowhere, there stood a, a, a man with all white hair, very young looking skin. But he didn't look young. He looked uh, like an old man, but he wasn't old. He was a young old man, if you wanna, if, if, if I can say it that way. And he had the most beautiful smile on his face. And he was hitchhiking on the highway. And we stopped and he said, can you give me a ride? He didn't tell us where. He said, can you give me a ride? And Bob looked and said, well, the car is full and he apologized we, we could not do it but all of us felt something 
And one of the young people in the back said, why don't we go back and pick him up when we had only gone not even, not even just a few feet. She said, why don't we all go back and, and two of us will stay behind. You pick him up, take him to whatever he wants and come back and pick us up. Okay, okay so he makes a U-turn and I'm not talking, not, not, not even just a few feet. And the man was gone. The man disappeared. We all kind of were in shock because he was just there. We ran through the farm. There was a lot of corn. They were uh, growing corn. And we all ran through the cornfields thinking maybe he had fallen somewhere. Maybe he, he injured himself. Uh, nowhere to be found. All of us knew it was an angel of the Lord. About the same time, I'm at a place called Bizak. Bizak Center. Bernie Warren, uh, a great ministry outside Toronto by the, by the airport. And we used to go there on Friday nights. And one uh, weekend, I happened to have stayed there, you know, to stay there because sometimes we would go and just stay for the, for the weekend. It was a beautiful retreat uh, center where Christians would come from all over Canada for a time of ministry and refreshing. And every Friday they would have a big service where they had many guest speakers. And I happened to be there on a weekend. And a man had asked me to come and listen to him preach in Kitchener. He was a young man, very electric, very uh, full of life. And he was preaching on the, on the book of Daniel. I remember. So we went to, to the service. It was a good two-hour drive, traffic and so on. On the way back, it took us 10 minutes. I was, I was amazed because dear Anne, who was driving, an older lady, was driving, and we stopped the car because it was like a dirt road as we came out. We're still on this dirt, dirt road, and she said, we're back. I said, back where? She said, we're back at Bizak. I said, Ann, there's no way. We, we just left the church minutes ago. She said, no, this sign and everything looked like Bizak, the whole area. I said, there's no, that's, it's impossible. It took us two hours to get here. And I'm thinking she maybe had lost her mind, you know. And she was so convinced we were back at the same area where the Bizak Center was. I said, well, the best thing you can do is turn left here because it was a left turn we were to make. And to our amazement, Bizak was right down the road. The Lord translated our car. This happened to me more than once back in those years. I was with Suzanne, 1979, driving back from, uh, from Lakeland to Orlando. We came to Winter Haven, and the car was translated from Winter Haven to Orlando. I tell you the truth. You can, I, I'll, I'll let my wife, she's a witness. She was in the car. That happened to me twice. God rescued us, I believe, from something on I-4 with, with Sue and I. In 1973, 
when I, uh, when I went to Catherine Hooman, after that service, that whole year, I saw angels in my in my bedroom almost nightly. I tell you the truth before the God I serve. I saw angels in my bedroom quite often. And I believe we're about to say it again. I believe an angelic visitation is on the way. And an, an angelic visitation always happens before and during a great move of God. And it was happening in the late 60s and continued through the 70s. The early 70s and mid 70s. So if you ask me what is next on the agenda, I believe an angelic visitation and I believe a youth revival. A move of the Holy Spirit among the youth we haven't seen in a long time. And today we are hearing about the decline in the youth that believe the Bible, especially in the West and in this country. God is about to surprise us. Jesus, I give you praise. God is about to surprise us as he did back in the 60s. So if you really want to know what's going to happen, you know, I've been talking about the rapture of the church. I talked about this yesterday. Seven reasons why the rapture. But right before the rapture, I believe we are going to see a great, great move of the Holy Spirit. I still remember Catherine Kuhlman prophesying in Niagara Falls and in London, Ontario. I was in those meetings with John Arnott. We heard her, both of us, twice, say before the coming of the Lord, there will be a mighty move of healing and everyone will be healed. I'm still waiting for the prophecy to happen. And I believe it's going to happen soon. We're going to see tremendous tremendous healings and miracles and signs and wonders on a scale we have not seen. And I want to encourage you. I know there are, that there are times we all wonder, like, what's next, you know? Are things going to get better? Well, not for the world, no. But for the church, yes. We have the greatest future, saints. We have the greatest future. And I want you to look up because Jesus said, look up in Luke 21. Your redemption draws nigh. The day of the Lord is at hand. But here on earth, I believe we are going to see some amazing things. Jan Willem van der Hoeven, a mighty man of God years ago, prophesied over me that I would see fire in the Greek Orthodox Church. I haven't seen it yet. But I believe I'm about to see it. And I'm, I'm hearing again things are happening in those churches. And God, I believe, is going to give me the opportunity to see it with my own eyes. Because I grew up Greek Orthodox. And I'll tell you something else. A woman named Ruth Heflin, years ago when I was young, I happened to be in Jerusalem. It was in the early 70s and David and Lisa Loden friends of mine took me to see her and I had never heard of her at the time when she opened the door she looked at me and, be and began to prophesy her God I feel it already Ooh. she began to prophesy my life and my future everything she said almost everything she said has already happened 
Chad, I'm feeling it, man. You're smiling. <laughs> Everything she said, well, most of what she said happened. But one thing that I'm still waiting for, I believe I'm about to see. Because she told me I would, God would use me in great crusades around the world. And I did not even know at the time. She said I would be brought before leaders and kings. And I have been. I've been there. But there's something still that I'm waiting for. And I believe with all of my heart, God will let me see it before I go home. I will see the day when all will be healed. I've had word after word after word from people recently that I have not seen the, the end of what God wants, wants to do. I mean with me. They said, your greatest days are ahead. And I always think about dear Lois God, Lois God, a dear woman from England, friends with Suzanne and our family. They had a great revival up there in Sutherland in England with her husband and her and their church. She was sitting in our home in Orlando when we lived in Orlando years ago. And uh, she began to prophesy. She said, I see you. I saw you in a, in a vision. She said, you look much, much older than you are now. With thousands and thousands of young people in front of you, you were talking to. And recently I saw her again. And she said, that's the way you looked back then in that vision. You're looking just like I see you now. She said, you looked back then she said you look very much like you look today but older you walked slower and all white hair well I have news for you I got the white hair and I have not changed much in the way I look in my face but I do walk slower Chaddy we're about to see it because she said thousands and thousands of young people in front of you and I did not know back then that my children Michael and Jessica would have Jesus' image that is growing everywhere. What a day we're living in. And Jesus 21 is coming up with thousands of kids will be there in just a few weeks. And I'm continually speaking to young people now everywhere I go. My nephew in Dallas has a big church. Dear William. Young people. Yeah. And others. Wow. Huh? That's why he just he just texted me today about inviting you to his conference in January. Oh, he, 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 okay. He said <laughs> he just had a text from him. He wants me to come in January for his conference with young people everywhere. Yeah. And we're going to be soon in in uh, Cleveland. Yes, sir. For for the Bethel, right? Bethel, yeah. 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 So, but but I'm I'm seeing it happening more and more. Saints, I'm telling you, and I'm sensing it as I'm talking. And I didn't know I, I, I would be talking like this today. I'm about, we're about to see a movement that we have not seen in 2,000 years on the young people. The boldness of Stephen is coming back. It's coming back on you. Coming back on young people like this young man here who loves Jesus with all of his heart. I, I've, I've had many young people with me uh, help me like this. 
in the past 48 years they come and go you know but I've never known anyone that loves Jesus like this this kiddo here truly truly I'm, I'm being honest I've never seen anyone that loves the Lord like this that daily is in God's presence and uh, it's it's refreshing it's wonderful to see but there's a lot like you right now I've seen so many of them like you deeply in love with the Lord and God is paying attention to that now you may be the parent of someone who's not living like that we're going to pray for you right now we're going to pray that your children are going to be lit up on fire for for Jesus will you agree with me? 100% now you know you can tell them you won't always like that <laughs> you know I always say I mean, hey, wait 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 hold it I'm in my entire life, I've always been zero or a hundred, zero percent or a hundred percent. Well, your your past life was not exactly. I was a hundred percent the opposite direction. Well, they people don't believe it. So and Jesus, Jesus made bad, all things bad, new. How bad was it? Like I said, one hundred percent the opposite direction. I was angry in in, in sin, and you did stuff you shouldn't arrogance. have. You, you shouldn't have done that. Absolutely, then. I was a child of the devil, but now I'm a child of God. And so were you. So were your children be. I promise you that. As long as you allow your light to shine before them. I remember walking in to a house, my buddy's house, and I saw his grandma talking to Jesus like he was more real than life itself. Can I can I tell him about your? Would you allow me to tell him a little more about your sure. your family? Sure. Yeah. Well, his family is not saved yet, yeah. and uh, he's praying for them. Yeah. And even with that, he's on fire for God and his mom and dad and his sisters see it and one day they're going to get saved but you know precious people of God I want to encourage you today don't give up on your children don't give up on God's promises and they will be swept into this new move of God I, I, I tell you I know it in my being and we will have tremendous visitations, angelic visitations, amazing signs and wonders. And like I said, I, I think we're going to see what happened with Philip, what happened with me twice. And and I, I'll tell you something I saw years ago that people have questioned. But the Lord showed me the day will come when fire will appear. Fire like fire in meetings. Do you know that that actually happened in, in Miami at the Full Gospel Businessmen's Convention in Jacksonville, Florida in the 70s. Uh, sorry, Miami, in Miami. They called the fire department. They, they thought it was fire on... Uh, it, it showed up on, on top of the hotel where they were having where they were having the convention. But there was no fire like we know. It was a heavenly fire that showed up over that building. And uh, I've heard that you know about that happening in many different instances where fire was, was was seen, like on the day of Pentecost, but it happened in our generation. God is about to do it again, saints. God is about to do it again. Get ready for one of the greatest moves of God. You know, I saw, just before I pray with you, I saw something happen one time in Bogota, Colombia. That I believe I'm going to see again. I was in a service in Bogota back in the 80s. The Lord said to me, he said, tell the people 
I'm gonna walk in in one hour. It was a packed, packed church. A pastor from Scotland, he was the pastor. He spoke fluent Spanish and, and fluent English. He was my interpreter and he was crying while I was teaching and ministering on the Holy Spirit. And, and the Lord said, you tell all of them, I'm gonna walk in in one hour. And I did not know what, what the Lord meant. So I just said, in one hour, the Lord's gonna walk in. People looked at their watches. It was exactly 7.50 when I said those words. An hour later, 8.50, we all heard this big shaking. The whole building shook. And every person was on the floor. Everyone. It was like a, a uh, circular wind came in. And it hit people from the side. And they all fell sideways. Not one person fell back or to the front. They all fell sideways. Like on the farm. If you ever see wind it hit, hit the farm, it all and all the like corn or whatever just moves like all together. That's what happened. It came up on the platform. Everyone behind me was gone sideways. It went in a circle, another circle, and then it got smaller till everyone was on the floor. And it was a cry out of the people. And the Lord said, you tell them to be quiet because the angels are about to sing and they'll all hear it. And we did. And dear Betty Stromback, a missionary from our church was there. And she was playing the instrument for me. And the Lord said, tell Betty to play the same melody she's, she's hearing. Because, you know, we, we all heard a beautiful melody. We just didn't know that the other people can hear the same thing. Till she played it and the whole place exploded because they all realized it was the same melody. That happened in one of our meetings years ago. Jesus, do it again, Lord. Lord, do it again. Visit our young people again, Lord. Our families again. Our loved ones again. Precious Savior, visit your church again. And Lord, don't look on, on our shortcomings. Look on your grace. Don't look on the way we are. Look at your precious promises and heart. And Lord, I pray you'll encourage that precious saint right now watching and listening. That mommy, that daddy, that brother or sister, or that son or daughter who have been believing for their own loved ones and their own churches. Lord, if there's a pastor that is discouraged, Lord, let this encourage him now in Jesus' name. We're all, Lord, looking forward to a great future in your presence. Bless your people in Jesus' name. I give you the praise, the glory and honor. And Lord, bless Chad too with a great future. And every young man, every young woman that wants to serve you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Much blessings and love to all of you. I pray this has blessed you today. That's what's on the agenda next. On God's blessed calendar. All right, it's time to give. It's time to sow. Seed in God's precious work. Oh, I was going to teach today on the reasons for the second coming. But the Lord maybe will have me do that later. But now it's time to sow seed and believe God for miracles financially in your life. And remember, your future is bright. And as you sow seed, your finances will always be blessed.
All right, you can sew on the platform you're watching me on or simply go to our website, benin.org, or simply text BHM45777. Much love from my heart to you. I'll see you again. Bye-bye. In fact, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.